0: Sorry for the delay in getting this recording out. Baruch Hashem, I had the opportunity to be in a wedding that took place here in Minnesota. A very small crowd, so I could not leave. Could barely go to the bathroom. Baruch Hashem, it was a beautiful wedding, and I was happy to be part of it. Okay, so we are on Shabbos daf Teshima The daf Yemi today is Shabbos daf Yud. So Teshima bays a few lines from the bottom. I'm So Rabaya said, Khavrin Bavloi. Our friends, our Babylonian friends. So, leman da omar According to the Manama who says the famous sugi we had in brachas that tefilas arvis is rishus, that davening marv is optional. So, kaven the shorale hemyoni. Once our Babylonian friends, when they take off their belt, they you know unfasten their seatbelt. So then, loy At that point, he doesn't have to stop his meal. He's allowed to eat, even though Marav comes. Now, what do you see from here? It sounds like since they hold that filas arvus is rishos, that David Marav is rishos, so then they are allowed to continue their meal. It sounds like well, the are my but according to the one that holds, that marav would be a chayva. Matzurchinale, we do tell him you have to stop and you have to go daven and then you can return and eat. Ivat tilas mincha, but when it came to tilas mincha, our mishnah says, and we all agree that the Kuliyama chayva. We haven't agreed that mincha is a chayva, and our mishnah says it's not. If you started. Doing these things, you stay stand in front of a barber. You went into a base It's the spa treatment. The Amar in you do not have to stop. And Mincha, everyone agrees is a chayv. The Amar Abchanina and Abchanina said, what does it mean when you started your suda? Misha yater right When you, when you uh, matter. When you untie your belt, you take off your garto So you see that even if it's a chayv, you still do not have to stop. So why is Abayah saying, only Mariv, if you hold it to Rishos, you could continue your meal. Sounds like if you hold it a you cannot continue your meal. But I Mincha, which everyone agrees is a you are allowed to continue your meal. So the Gemara says, Tap Yud and Aleph, Hassam. when it comes to our Mishnah, Loish Chicha so we're talking about a day meal. No one's sitting at the bar at four o'clock in the afternoon. Therefore, they won't get drunk. And there's no chashash that they're going to miss mincha. So once you started, okay, once you started your meal, you do not have to be mavsik for mincha. However, at night, it's common for people to drink as the as the, as the night comes. So therefore, if you do not daven marav yet, and you hold marav is a chavs, even if you began your suda, since there's a tremendous concern that one will get intoxicated, one, must stop in order to Davin Marav. So that is one tarot Inami, another tarot But mincha when it comes to Mincha, even the Kvila Zimna, you have until Shkir Dav Mincha. You don't have such a long time. So then Mir sasas fila us the Mifsha. So your your mind is on the clock. You're looking at the clock, you know you gotta Davin Mincha. For many people dav Mincha shu So you know you have to Dav Mincha. So then we will Assume you'll figure it out. And even if you began eating, your are left. Once you began eating, you're allowed to continue. We'll assume you'll remind yourself. However, Arvis, Cave in the Kulililah, is my Arvis. The whole entire night you have Tadavin, Loi Mirsas, you won't be afraid. Mifsha, you'll end up being negligent, Pesheah, and you'll forget the daven As the Gemara and Brachas told us a few, uh, two months ago, that a person should not co- come home. I, I, uh, I forgot the, the, the Lushan. The Gemara says, you shouldn't say, uh, uh, I'll eat a little bit and I'll sleep a little bit and afterwards I'll daven, it's not going to work out like that. So the Gemara says, no, a person should go to shul after coming home from work and not say I have plenty of time to daven because a person's nature is when you have more time to take care of something, so then you'll say, I'll do it later. But if you only have a short amount of time, for example, mincha, so you'll stop your meal and you'll move on to Mincha at some point. You'll remind yourself to Davin. Maskev Lorav Shesha asked the following question. It says you take off your belt, now you no longer have to be Mat Shriach to Davin. It's such a big Tircha to put your belt back on. Let him go as is the way he is, without the gartel and daven. Why do you have to put your gartel back on in order to daven? It sounds like once you took off your gartel, you no longer have the daven. So the Gemara says, "Mishum The Gemara answers the second uh, question, it doesn't really answer the first question. Since the Pusik says, He coined, prepare yourself. That Yisrael, you should go, prepare yourself to, to go towards Hashem. So there's the concept that a person must have a belt when you daven, so therefore once he took off his belt, to, to, so he cannot daven in this state. So to tell him he has to get dressed again, that we do not say. So actually, Halacha just quickly to point out, there are many uh, people that wear a gartel when they daven, so some people laugh at it, that, you know, it looks odd. However, the Gemara tells us, that a person has to wear a belt when you daven, that's how it's born in Shulchan Aruch. There is a sheet of board in the Rishonim, that perhaps if you do not wear a belt, uh, during the day anyways, you never wear a belt, so you would not need to wear it for davening. So it's a yesh I remember This is a discussion, what should a person do? The Meshavurah actually brings down Aba nefesh, to wear a belt, even if you do not wear a, a, a belt. Typically you should still wear one for davening and therefore in many communities they do in fact wear a gartel for davening, even if they do not wear it the entire day. It does look like, if you look at halacha from the but let's say a, a regular belt. A person wears a belt, let's say his uh, typical way of dress is he wears, you know, a shirt and pants and a belt. So when he davens, there is definitely an idiom of to also be wearing a belt It would be no different than back in the day when everybody wore a garto the entire day to take it off for davening. That would not be proper. So if a person always wears a belt, that's his style, that's the way he dresses, wearing a belt. So we shouldn't uh, be missing that when it comes to davening. Okay, let's keep going. There's more to discuss in uh, Hilchas Gartel, but the Olam is, is the Minogis to be that since most people don't wear it, and even Bismanazat, that, that nobody wears it, and nobody considers that to be a Hush of a thing. Perhaps the Rishonim are discussing when people wouldn't wear it typically during the day, but when they went to a wedding, when they went to, some, to a fancy place, or in front of Adam Chashuvim, uh, you know, people that were Chashu people, they would put on this garto. So maybe there's an Indian of someone putting it on for tefillah. However, today nobody puts on a gartel specifically when they have a business meeting, when they're going to, to a wedding. So for in the litvish world, they, we typically do not wear a garto, and that's the common practice. Okay. Rava He would put on fancy uh shoes and he would daven. he said based on this hikon like look at it brings out many things that a person should be wearing when you are davening. a person should not wear shorts, a person has to dress the way he would dress uh in the street by a business meeting. that's based on the pusuk of Hiko Nekresa Yisrael. So from that comes the discussion of a hat and jacket. So in some communities, everybody wears a jacket when they come to a, a wedding, when they go on a business, for business meetings. So then that would probably be a requirement of Hiko Nekresa Yisrael in some circles. Even a hat would be a requirement of Hiko Nekresa Yisrael. There's a discussion, should a person this minion and, uh, you know, to, to, to be able to go home and get his hat... So depending on the pesky, most pesky say no that coin is just an extra credit as long as you're dressed somewhat as long as you have the basics that nobody would say you're not you're not put together as long as you're put together. So you should not miss tefilah in order to put on a hat in order to put on a jacket perhaps a shirt. And if in a place where people typically don't wear short sleeves, so maybe that would be something to miss tefilah betzibor. Okay, well look, we'll, we'll discuss the halacha a different time next. Raval Shadi Gleme, Rava would take off his uh, his kapata, his uh, his cloak and he would put his hands together and he would daven like that. Why? So it seems like he's getting undressed to daven. I'm like an eved in front of my master and I should be begging like if you're an eved davening of ashi when there was suffering in the world He would take off his Kapata put his hands together and daven. Omar, Kalimari, he would daven like an Ever when there was Shalom, there was peace, Lovish, first he would get dressed, Umiskase, uh, Umisatef and he would cover himself, wrap himself, and then he would, I meaning he would literally get dressed up with uh, shawls and uh, fancy, uh, you know, zebekesha and if he's chassidish a shreimo, and he would say, So it seems like Rav Ashi says that Rav Kahana, and it dates back to Ravel already, that they would dress uh, Dep- their dress would be dependent on what was going on in the world. Rava, so Rava Chazil Rav the Kamara Petzlai. See Rava saw that Rav Hamruna was having a language man answer. are you're having You're giving uh, up your maniyah. you're putting away Chai Olam, and you're being Chai Olam is Torah, and Chai is davening for Chai for your for your, uh, for your goof, for suffer, But Rav Hanunah said no. Zman zman Don't tell me that I'm being mivatel tayra when I'm davening. There's two different things. There's if you look on your schedule, there's the shiurim schedule, then there's the davening schedule. Zman tefilah lachod, zman And in a different way, Rav Yirmiyah have Yosef came to Zera, and Aski b'Shmeitza. They were learning uh, halacha together. in let saluye. You know, it, it became late and they had the daven it's time to daven so they have a commissary rabbi yomiya was messarev he he quickly wanted a diamond kareli rabzera rabzera said ah, i'm in the middle of teaching and you jump to put on your hand and jacket he's starting to daven so master oznai mishmoya tyra. someone who turns his ear from listening to tyra gam tfila tayeva his tfila is also a tayeva abomination, meaning even though he has a long shvan answer, it looks like he's davening Stock, his zil is also a toyeva. So, just uh, there's a lot to discuss on this last piece. What do you mean? That the chayolim v'oiskim chayisha, so it seems like if someone is davening because they can't learn, meaning they don't have a zitzfleish, they can't, they don't think learning is important, or they're learning because they they can't daven. Davening is is, is meaningless. So they'll chop a quick esri in order to get back to the sefer, or they'll during uh, chazaras shatz halacha is a person not allowed to learn. There's a discussion: can a person you know uh, with his eyes can you just you know scan some words? And if you're still paying attention to the chazan, that's a discussion. So one should probably be machmer on that. But halakhali, a person's not really supposed to be learning during Chazar Sashat, during Kaddish, definitely not during his own Shmanes, right? So there's, there's time for learning and there's time for, for davening. So what's this concept On one end, you have that, that f- jumping to daven while learning and jumping to learning by davening? So just a thought that I once heard from Aaron Lapiansky. He was talking about people going into Kirov and he said that if a person decides that he's only going to learn Tyra, and the reason why he doesn't think about you know, Kirov, or just, just using the term Kirov, meaning thinking about yidin that, that need some chizak, yidin that are not affiliated with Yiddish and he doesn't, doesn't spend time on it because he doesn't care. He doesn't care about those yidin, so that's not good. That's not good. However, the opposite is true. Let's see a person, he, uh, he, he can't sit for an entire davening. He just can't. Davening is not for him. Learning is not for him. Typical, you know, Tariq Mitzvah is not for him. But, he has an excuse. I'm a Kirov rabbi. So that's also not good. A person needs both. You need a balance in life. So I once heard from Ravala Piansky, and he goes very stark about this, that a person always has to realize where your natiyas are and what's your natiyas are. If, if the uh, the Torah is an answer, he said, imagine you have a child who comes home uh, for Pesach and his mother asks him to help clean up the house, whatever, and he says, oh, I want to learn. I'm going out to learn. So you have to really know that if you are using it as an excuse, as an escape, or this is really you know what you really want to be doing. So the same thing. If uh, one is using Tyra as an escape not to spend time thinking about his brethren, that's not good. If someone's using Kiruv as an excuse to not think about his connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, his Achrayis, his, uh, his own Taira and Tefillah, that's also not good. So similar Concept where you have that a person needs to balance both. But it should never come at the expense of the other. Where a person's you're a person who who doesn't want to learn. So I'm, I'm davening it. But the point is he's a so Gam they're both not good because they are being done obviously for for ulterior motives, and it's not Ratsana Hashem. Rats Hashem is and, uh, and everything else in life, helping your parents, helping uh, a wife, that's Zman. You know, Shalom Zman a person has to know the correct balance in life. Next, Me Chalasadin. So we said in the Mishnah that once you're once the Bezdin already sat down for Din, so they do not have to stop in order to have Mincha. Rabbi they had When they wrap themselves up, Rashi sounds like they use the talus. Or whatever they used to wear, the chad amar mishe yiftachu b'aladina. When the b'aladina you know, have their opening statements, yiftachu they open it up. When they start, when the litigants start discussing, so that's already called the haschalas hadin v'lo pligi. And there's no like as Had Aski Vasibdina. When When uh, when we say that it depends when they when the litigants open up, you know the, you know present their opening arguments, that's when the dayanim are already sitting down. They had yeshivas bezne already. already. Uh, the example would be that they have bezin hours, you know, from eight to twelve, and it's already nine thirty. So the next group of people come in. So when is it called yeshivas uh, bezin when they started? So then we say to tchubalidinim. However, let's say this is the first appointment of a day, or they had a lunch break. They came back, and now we want to know: did they con- are they considered starting? So us uskiv So then it depends on when they did the atifa. Then we go by Mishih Yis'at V'hadiyanam. Next. Rav Ravasi Rav Asi Havi Yossi V'gorsi B'nei Amudeh. They were sitting and learning Torah. V'chol shaita v'shaita havetavche evro didosha v'amein. Every hour. Chol shaita v'shaita. Havitavche. Everybody, they were banging on the evro uh, Dasha, on the bolt of the dasha, of the door of the Amin. they would say, the Islay, You know, if someone has a din Torah? Le'o velesi. Come sit down or open up. Open up shop. We are open for business. The entire day, they were they were weak. Their hearts were weak. They didn't eat the whole day. he told the following It says in the pasuk of Arab. It says in Parashat that Moshe. Was standing from morning until night, you are going to tell me that Moshe sat the entire day when did Tyra of exactly a little bit of a little bit of a little when of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a for bit of a little bit of as if he's a shutaf, he's a partner in Akadosh Brochu. Again, Akadosh Brochu is all about ms. So if you're dan din emes la'mita, emes la'mita, the, the shulchan Aruch explains in, in Ahilchas Dayanis, it means you actually get the right psak. There's a din emes which means that the bez and shamata makes a decision and that's the halacha. But emes la'mita is when you're actually right klape shemayim. So not only do, are we following you because we have no choice because that's the psak al haaretz, but ms la'mita is even klape shemayim, klape shemay Galia, you got the correct psak. Someone who does that is not sashut like a lishrach my separation because the ultimate MS. How do we see this? Cevhachad <inaudible> <It> says. <inaudible> so, you use the term in a boiker at In the by the by my separations, okay. So <inaudible> until when do we uh, sit in? So, so by the way, so from that when Khibar Rav Difti was telling them you could eat don't you don't have to be uh, firmer than Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu, it says he 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 was done the entire day but that's not what it really means it means he was done he was a, he was he was a dying however he did eat why does it say the entire day just to tell us this concept that is kiilu he's not a shot of lakovish barho next Almasa masa until when do they uh do they uh, spend time in din amraf shishas adzman suda until the time of Suda, which we're going to see below, that the, uh, that the Zman Suda for Tamid Chamim is in the beginning of the sixth hour. Okay, 11 o'clock in the morning, that's when they uh, they take a break, that's when the the, the Bezdin takes a break. That uh, woe is to the land whose Melech, or the, the ruler, the king, uh, that... And the uh, he acts like Shemal Kehnar that his king is a the and your sar your uh, the officers they eat in the morning meaning they they just eat it right away, they have no uh, they have no patience that's the first thing on their mind in the morning so but that's. <laughs> it's a, your 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 melech is a Ben-Harem, an adult, mature They eat be'gvurah at the proper time and not through being drunk. Okay. So what's this gvura? The is shall They eat after. After learning Torah, to spending several uh, several hours in the base medrash, and not b'shtiyah and That's not how Tami the enjoy enjoy their meal. Tanaraban. What in a brysa shisha? Sorry, shah rishayna machaludim. The first hour of the day. Let's assume this is six in the morning. Those that are eating their suda, their uh, McMuffin. So machaludim. That's the macha for ludim. Rashi says ludim are some type of uh, uh, cannibals or a a cannibalistic tribe, so some type of uh, tribe. So they eat right away in the morning. They can't uh, wait. Shnia, the second hour of the day, seven o'clock is Machalistim, is the Machalistim. So they actually would stay up most of the night, you know, doing their their robberies, and then they would hop a little nap in the morning, and they would wake up right away, and they would also eat. So uh, they didn't have too much patience to wait. Shlishis the third hour of the day, Machal Yarshim, that's the, the, the time where people who are Yarshim, they inherited some wealth, so that's when they eat. Raviyas, the fourth hour is Machal your typical, your blue-collar citizens, Hamishas, Machal Coladam, the fifth hour is the Machal of everyone. That's everyone else, would typically eat their meal. the fourth hour it is, is The fourth hour is the 10 o'clock already, that's when people start eating. Everyone, everyone starts eating. is the fifth hour is That's when those that are that, that do work, so they are working hard in the morning, they'll eat in the beginning of the fifth hour. But shishis, the beginning of the sixth hour, let's assume that's 11 o'clock, that's macha tamid chamim that's when the tamid el meet, if you eat afterwards, you it's already after chatzois, kezoyrek even l'chemas, it's like throwing a uh, stone into a chemas, into a pouch, into a bag, that uh, doesn't help. Amra ba'eloi. Amra, when do we say it doesn't help? Ela delay tomidi betzafre. He didn't eat anything in the morning. Avot tomidi betzafre. He had a little tikkun after davening, a little cheese Danish and a coffee. So then, less number, there's no problem. You could wait until the sixth hour to eat your meal. Amra ba'el barhava. Mispal adam tefilosu beis You're allowed to uh tila in a beis amerchats in a in a shower in a bath, in a bathhouse they asked the Kasha from the following the someone who goes into a basamachat. So they have different places here. So the truth is, this comes up when we discuss making a bracha when you're titling kalem in a mikvah. So in many areas, let's say the tri-state area or a place where there's a you know many Yidden. So most cities have what they call a Kala Mikvah. However, not, 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 it's not always accessible, the Kala Mikvah. Sometimes during the winter, the Kala Mikvah is outside. It's hard to get to. And many people will use either the men's Mikvah, hopefully not the ladies' Mikvah. That would not be advisable just in case it breaks. You can cause serious issues. But let's say you're using a men's Mikvah. Can a person toivel? Someone goes to the Mikvah on Friday. They want to bring their, their knife with them to toivel while, they, uh, while they're in the Mikvah. They'll save, you know, save money. Cost a few dollars to use the Mikvah. So They'll, uh, they'll pay one entrance fee and they'll use it. The question is, can you make a bracha when using the mikvah for Tzvi Laskilim? And the truth is, women have the same Shila. When they go to the mikvah, they make a bracha. So when should they make the bracha? So let's see. Hanichnas Lobesa Mecha. Someone who goes into a base, So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So you let it have mencha. May say they ask the following the Kasha Hanichnas Lebesa So You come into the base So there's different areas. Makam Shabin Adam in the the outside locker room where everyone maybe even before the locker room, the uh, you know the entrance room, everyone's dressed there. The reception area, maybe there's couches there. Yesha mikrofila, you let uh you're allowed to say kriyashma. You could have a mini in there. And for sure, you're allowed to say shayla shalom. You're allowed to say shalom aleichem. So we're going to see that shalom aleichem, or saying the word shalom, is somewhat the name of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And therefore, one is not allowed to say that in the bathroom. You're not allowed to say that in a in a uh, bathhouse, but here we're talking about the lobby area. Everybody's dressed, so no problem. When my can put on can have a mini there. Obviously, you do not have to take off your tefillin when you when you get there. That's area number one. If we're drawing a map, area number one is totally like a regular room. You can dive in there, make a mini there, give it me shirt, no problem. Then you have this area number two. Here everybody's changing. There were those that would be dressed, and there were those that weren't dressed. So what do we say here? So here is this in-between type of room. So Yesham Shela Sham. You could say Shama aleichem, because it's not exactly Hashem's name. So you can still do this in this middle room. Vein Sham Mikro You cannot say Kriyishma and you cannot dive in there. Vein Achol and you should not take off your tefillin. You meaning you don't need to take off your tefillin. The but you shouldn't put it on the Chachila. Okay? So it's somewhat in between. You can't dive in there, and you can't say Kriyishma there, but you can say Shalom, and you shouldn't really put it on your phone there, but you don't have to take it off. Now you have area 3 or area C, where everyone is totally undressed. They're going in, they're dipping your typical mikvah, this is, you know, after the changing room, you have your showers and your mikvah, so there ain't sham shalom. you don't say sham alechem to your friend, you really shouldn't talk to them, but fine. You don't say sham aleichem, social distancing, and ain't sarach loimar mikro tevila, and you should not, uh, obviously, you should not uh, be davening or saying kriya shema, and vichoy you must take off your tzvilon, sarach and for sure, you cannot put it on. So after this long ride, so let's just circle back, Rab Adabar Hava says You we'll have a daven in a base of America you see you clearly can't daven you can't even be wearing it's full you can't even say shell of I'm in a bathhouse Stickmar so says key cover of Adbar but mercha shimayon so empty bathhouse you go to the mikvah, nobody's there I want a daven here it's a good place to daven the truth is someone asked me this recently he uh, lives in an office he works in an office where there aren't any from Yedin, and he's uncomfortable davening Mincha by his desk, so I think during the summer he could get back to, to shul for Mincha, but during the winter, Shkia is 4 o'clock, it's, it's very difficult for him to get back from Mincha. So he's looking around first, the first week of the winter, you know, looking for a quiet place. He doesn't want to daven in his car, so he found that there's a shower room that nobody uses. Nobody uses the shower room. And the question is, it's quiet, it's private, you can lock the door, nobody's going to come in. Can you use a shower that nobody's using? And Currently nobody's there, so this is really based on, on this Gemara. So there were some details that I had to ask him, you know, if it smells, and and if there's zuhama, if, you, if the steam affects the walls, and you, and it feels like a, a a dirty shower, but otherwise, this is really what this Gemara is saying. So Barahava by Adam. There's nobody there. So a merchat. There's, even if there's nobody there, we say it's Asr. And the Beis he say, even though there's no actual tzoya there, once there's a bathroom, you can't dive in the bathroom. So the Gemara says, Ella ki rev a, rev He's talking about a brand new bathhouse. It was never used. You have a brand new shower. Nobody ever used it. So therefore, that was when he said you could dive in there. Now, the Rishonim discuss, and just to circle back to this person's Shiloh, why why, in fact do we, uh, once it's used, do, is it no longer considered a place where you could daven. So Pashtas is because there's zuhama from the bathhouse, and that zuhama creates uh, a, a makam tinuf. That's one shot. Some learn that it, that itself becomes a, a makham vizayin, where a person should not daven. Based on this makhlekes, you have a makhlekes in the paiskim. Should a person daven, or should a person make a bracha on tefillahs kelim in, uh, in a men's mikvah, even if nobody's there? So depending on the zuhama, depending on the shower situation, many mikvahs have that smell. Now it could be the chlorine smell. I don't know if that's called zuhama. So that's, that's something to, to consider. The minog for Ashkenazi women is that they do make the bracha in the mikvah itself. So obviously they are going with that shita. Although the truth is one could differentiate between tefillah, davening, and making a bracha. But uh, halacha l'mayseh will we'll leave for a different time. But that shailah, of when to make the bracha on Tfidah's when women make a bracha when they go to the mikvah, can a person daven mincha in his shower room in his office is really based on this Gemara and the Rishonim, based on this Gemara. Fine, but we did mention that Rav Ada Bar said, "Ki kamer Rav Ravada, That's bechaditi. He's talking about a brand new bathhouse, and that's what when he said, "You go out of Mincha there." I if anything, more about me boy, boy, Ravina, Ravina had this shayla about the new bathhouse. His minu the base of let mahu. What's the one made it? He was masmin it, You designated it. The base of kissei mahu Do we say Yej zimun or in zimun? Do we say hazmana milsa or elav hazmana milsa or hazmana lav milsa? Does designating it, create that there's some type of kedusha, or the other way, there's some type of tin of hair and a person should not daven there, just by designating it as such. Oyein zimon. V'lai never had never had a tarot. So if Arvina had the Shiloh, hakarav Arav just says clearly that you're allowed to daven in a new base of Merchatz. Lav Shouldn't the halacha be the same thing for Merchatz the same way you make a brand new bathroom, but nobody ever used it. Not even the, the, uh, the, con- the the contractor. Nobody used it. Brand new bathroom. So, the same way, we're not sure if you have a daven in there. Shouldn't we say the same thing by by a shower, by a bathhouse? Someone says, "No." Dilma shani Besa Kise dema'is. A Besa itself is ma'is. That's disgusting. It's a toilet. There's a toilet there. How can you daven next to a toilet? But you have a big shower room, a bathhouse. It's not disgusting. So maybe we would say that over there, Hazmana Lav Okay. Let's go back to what we said before. We said that there's no Sheila Shalom. You cannot say Shalom Aleichem when a person is in the innermost room, room three or room C. Where everybody is dipping, then you cannot say shalom alechem. So ain't shall shaila shalim. Messiah, it's a riot ravnuno, Mishmaid Ulod Omar. Also the other shit in Shalmah Vera Basemak. You now say Shalichum to your friend, in a baseman to Micham Shemaker loy Hashem Shalom. That they call Hashem Shalom, this is the postukin Malachim. That gidon calls Hashem Hashem Shalom. So what's the name of Hashem? And you cannot say that in a merchat Okay? So, Elamayata, Hemanusa, Nam Elas Lameira, basically. So, you shouldn't say the word Hemanusa, which is Amuna. We say that that's the name of Hashem, so you shouldn't be able to say Nemon or Hemanusa in a basic case. If you tell me, yeah, you know what, you're right. You can't say that in a basic case. You clearly could say it in a basic case. the like Kumar says, nah, when it comes to Hemanusa, when it comes to Emuna, Hashem's name is never it itself called Hemanusa. We say, that hashem is a kel emuna okay haha when it comes to the word shalim shame gufe Ikre shalim hashem himself is called shalim hashem that he called that he called him hashem shalim or i'm sorry he hashem shalim he called him hashem shalim so you have two words together he's calling him by the name of shalim as opposed to kame hemna, that's a description of a Hu. So therefore there's a difference in saying Shalem and saying Nemon or emuna hemanusa. Next Gemara. You give your, your uh, a, uh, a gift to your friend. You have to tell him. By the way, I bought you. I bought you the sefer. I bought you something. How do we know this? It says. You should know that I am Hashem who is Mikadoshu. This is talking about Shabbos and that there's a special gift of Shabbos. And a Baruch is telling us you should know that I gave you a gift. Tanya Nami, huh? We Baisa taught us this as well. L'das ki This became a famous uh, song. Leave to her. Matana toiva yeshli beis genozai. There's a beautiful matana, a, 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 a great gift. Yeshli I have beis genozai, my treasures, Shabos shema, and its name is Shabbos. and I'm evakesh litan Yisrael, i want to give it to Kalay Yisrael, so, go tell them that I'm giving it to them. So, what do you see from here? That a person should give, when you give a gift to your friend, you should tell them. say you give uh, bread to a child, you give a child candy. You got to tell his mother, for many reasons. You got to tell the parent that I gave the child candy. So, the Gemara says, My, Avilei, how are you going to make sure that you gave, how are you going to ensure that the child's going to tell his parents that you gave him this bread? So, I'm rabbi, you rub oil, uh, I guess between his eyes, or you put some makeup on him. And that's how the parents will know, they'll ask him, oh, did you get this makeup on your head? And they'll say, oh, this Yarkola uh, gave me khala uh, and shul, okay? <laughs> Maybe don't try that today, but today that if people See their kids come home with paint on their head or oil They're gonna assume that someone did some kishuf on the child so my how are you gonna tell them my papa? Take whatever food you're giving to the child and, and put it on his face So if you give a child a candy the child will be busted when they come home They'll have uh, you know purple lips so they will know, oh, this kid, this guy in Shul gave me a lollipop. Okay. So that that's the way the parents will know that you gave the child a gift. Fine. Aini, is it true? Moshe didn't know that he had Karan Orpanov, that he had a, a shiny face. So he didn't know and Kolish gave it to him as a gift. We brought this way back in Brachos. It was one of the gifts that Akalash gave to Moshe Rabbeinu. So the Marv says like, Kasha, not you have something that the person's going to figure out anyways? Like Moshe Rabbeinu's Karen R. Panov, no need to tell him. He'll figure it out five minutes later. A person's not going to know who gave this to me. Then you should tell him. That's what we learn out from the Midois of a kabbish broch. I have a Shabbos, the legulie. Shabbos, well, no, every single Shabbos we're keeping Shabbos. So the gemara says matan We're not going to know the schar of keeping Shabbos. We're never going to know that. So therefore, a kabbish broch has to tell us. By the way, I'm giving you a special gift, Hashem to know that I I am Hashem mekabbishchem with kedushas Shabbos. It's a gift. Enjoy. Rav Chishta which by the way tells us that in order to t- it's not easy, it's not on the surface, you could tap into the Kedusha of Shabbos. It's a gift, but we don't know that, we don't realize the gift. It really takes effort for someone to realize the gift of Shabbos. Rav Chishta be a day, Tarti Matnasa de Rav he was once holding a, a, what do you call it, Tarti Matnasa, two Matanas of Taira, of Axe. There's a halachas of the Matnas Kahuna. The the parts of the animal you give to the kayan. So Amar, he said, asiv, um, Someone comes and tells me, Ya'chidish m'shmei Rav that Rav said, I'll give him these, uh, these parts of the cow. I'll tell you, this is what Rav said. Someone who gives a gift to his friend. You got to tell him, the person that were just brought. You should know that I am Hashem, you're a Mekadishchem, who gave you the Kedushas the Shavas. So, Yehovah and Yehali, okay, he has to pay up his, uh, his, uh, his invoice now. He gives him the Mat kahuna. So, Amar, he said, You love. Anything that you hear from Rav, I'm really, and yeah, I love it. Amaliyah, really, a Rav. This is what Rav said. Milsa al-Vishayu yakira. If you have a, uh, 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 what do you call it? Milasa al-Vishayu. The clothing on the al-Vishayu, on the one who wears it is yakira is precious. So, <clears throat> someone who wears fancy clothing, as Rashi says, they appreciate it more than anyone else. So since you're a Talmud of Rav and you're used to this, so that's why you want to hear Rav. Meaning when you have a Talmud, I see this myself. Sometimes you th- try, you think like your Rebbe. So when you hear a Vart from your Rebbe, so you are you're moved by it because th- that's how you think and it integrates with the way you're thinking in life. There's a famous Vart from Avotner and Rabbi always says this, that that a uh, if if you're giving a share to someone who's not a Talmud you have to say a new thing every time. And he said a Talmud will learn new things from something they already heard from you again. And they can hear it over and over and over, but a true Talmud will be able to, to take, get chidushim out of an old memra that the Rebbe said multiple times. Because that's the way they think, that's the way they've integrated their Rebbe's their teaching into their life, so it fits, and it fits their puzzle and their confusion in life, and they get a mahalach, from what the Rebbe's teaching, so saying the same thing, so milasa, so, the clothing, al be and the one that always wears these things, yakira, it's uh, it's precious to it, to him. Rav Taka said that, basraisa adifale mikamaisa. The last thing that you just told me, the the, the basra is more to me than a And the first thing you told me about that, the gift, and if I teach him, the an akita, khritu, and if I were if I was holding something else, if I had other things to give you, Yehivna I would give you because I love the teachings of Rav. You should never treat, you shouldn't change, Yeshana means to change, a person should not change one son between the other sons. What does that mean? In English, it means you should not show favoritism. Why? For on the, uh, the Mishka, the, the weight of Shnei Slam, just two slime of Melas of wool, Shneusin Yaakov Yosef, Yoisem Sharbonov. He gave this to Yosef uh, in excess of what he gave to Sharbanov, Yaakov's other sons, Nisaknu Boy Echov. They had Kinah, the brothers were him, they were jealous of him, and his galgalad And what happened was we ended up in the just for invoking the jealousy by giving more to Yosef than the other brother. So a person cannot play or show favoritism. A person should try to live in a brand new city, a new town, new development. Why? It's brand new. It's uh, it's Avonis. The Averis are not too many. It's it's a, it's a brand new community. Shnemer he nei no ha'ir azayis kroev l'neshama v'hi mitzar. My kroev. What do you mean kroev? It's close. Eli me kroev. Then karva. It's physically close. Vaka chazulei. But the uh, I'm sorry. Um, the pasuk says. Let me just look it up. The pasuk is in Barachias. It says that Loit says he nei no ha'ir azayis kroev Shama. It's close to to go flee there. So the Gemara says, "My Krava. What do you mean, "my krayva"? So, even a krayva, the karva, vizuta, vizuta. It's near; that it's close by, and zuta means it's small. It's physically small. chazula. but the uh, the malachim could see that themselves. Light was talking to the malachim, and he was telling them they came to they came to light, and they said, "Hashem is going to destroy this." He says, "Ah, eh, we'll go to uh, we'll go to Tsayar." So, what was he telling them? And it's small and it's close. That's nothing important that they didn't know. They, can, they have Google Maps also. L.A. <speaking in Spanish> was saying, i was saying a good thing. He was saying, since it's a newer, uh, a more recent development, Avon Esam has less and a smaller Averis, and that's why we should live there. Now, just interesting, I would think the other way. And maybe if you move to an older Community, let's say a from from community. So you would say there's some there. Let's say you have you have a shul That's uh, 300 years old. So imagine all the tfilois th- that are there. So I don't know. Maybe maybe that is also true meaning Stam you should when it comes to communities We're assuming it's not being run by from a So we say okay the newer settlement like this Sayar, That's better than Sadaim. There's not too many of eras, but perhaps the flip side, be the type of Merubah. A person's going to an older, developed community. If you're just weighing different schosim, there's so many tefilahs there. So perhaps that would be uh, something to consider. Amarabi um, Ovin, my crow. What do we see this in the post? like The Siv, Imolta, Shama. Na, Begamatria, Hamshin, V'chan, 51. So that Tzoyer was 51 years old. Vishal Sadaim, Hamish, Mishdayim. And Sadaim was 52. So even just a year off of the Rishas that Sadaim did was... Was uh, was important to to uh consider as a schos and therefore it was time the malachim. We should go there vishalvasa, and so so we're continuing the brisa vishalvasa, and when did sedaim you know have shalva have tranquility? That's esr veshish. That was twenty six years. shtim of is maradu uva arba and the fourteen years. So if you look at the psukim there. That those psukim were discussing the, the battle between the five kings and the four kings, so you had for for twenty six years, straight. Whether so you have twelve years, of. Kiddelaimer. And you have thirteen years of rebellion, so you have twelve and thirteen. That's twenty five years. So in the fourteenth. I'm sorry, in the 14th year after that, which is the year 26, that's when they had Shava. so you have 26 years of peace of their 52 years, so that's how you have, so, so Avada just tells, Oven, just tells of a Shavasa, and this peace was out. it was 26 years, Rashi goes through the Cheshman, the Chesiv, Sh'tim Shana of come of in the 14th year, so already in the fourth, so only had 26 full years of peace, so Amir Tashem, we will continue, Daft Aleph, tomorrow.